Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 70 in Be With Me in the Book of Romans. We are going to talk about an end point to Paul's uh, book of Romans. We're in chapter 15. There's 16 chapters in the book of Romans. And a very curious prayer and invitation to prayer caught my eye and ear today. And uh, here, here's what he says at the end of chapter 15. He says, I appeal to you, brothers, so he's writing to Roman brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in your prayers to God on my behalf. And here's what he prays for. Listen to this. That I may be delivered from the unbelievers in Judea, uh, which is the region that surrounds Jerusalem, and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints. Then he goes on, so that by God's will I may come to you, the Romans, and with joy be refreshed in your company. May the God of peace be with you all. Now, that's a very interesting prayer because the one that caught my eye is that I may be delivered from the believers in Judea. Now, remember, uh, 22 years before this, when Paul became a believer on the road to Damascus, um, Ananias went to him, and the, uh, the Lord said to Ananias, he said, go to Paul and evangelize him, for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings, which Paul has not done yet, and the children of Israel, for I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Paul knew all along that he was going to Gentiles, which he's already done, that he was going to kings, which by my reading he has not done, and that uh, he's going to suffer, and he has done that, and, then, and obviously he will continue to do that. Okay, so Paul is on his way uh, back to uh, Jerusalem, and here's here's some interesting uh, uh, parts of this. So if you go to um, uh, Acts chapter 20, we find out about his trip back to Jerusalem. Now, the first thing he does, he starts in, in Corinth. That's where he's writing the book of Romans. He takes a boat to uh, basically uh, Ephesus. He meets with the F, uh, Ephesian elders, and he says in verse uh, 20, 22, Behold, I am going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there. It's very interesting. I'm constrained by the Spirit, and I also don't know. Except that the Holy Spirit testifies me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. So the Lord has been telling him all along that, that he's going to be imprisoned and he's going to have afflictions all along. So that's his first stop on his way back home. Then his second stop on, on his way back home is he goes to Cyprus. And through the Spirit there, they were telling Paul not to, to go to Jerusalem which is curious because he does continue his journey and he does go. So then he goes to Caesarea. So he lands basically back in Israel. He's close to Jerusalem, a couple hours away. He's staying at Philip's house. This is from Acts 21, um, verse 11. And Agabus, this prophet, comes up from Judea, from the Jerusalem area, a couple hours up the road to Caesarea, he takes Paul's belt and binds his own feet and hands and says, Thus says the Holy Spirit, <clears throat> This is how the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. 
And when we, the people of Caesarea, heard this, we and the people there urged him not to go up to Jerusalem. And Paul answered them, what are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? This is Acts 21, 13. I am ready not to... I'm ready not only to be imprisoned, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. So Paul says, I'm why why are you crying and breaking my heart? I am ready. And then you find out the response of the people. And since that he would not be persuaded, we, the people of Caesarea, ceased and said, Let the will of the Lord be done. And after after days we got ready and went up to Jerusalem. So Paul says, I'm ready. And then eventually the people around him says, we got ready. So then what happens when he goes to Jerusalem? Well, the interesting thing is he's in Jerusalem only seven days, and he gets arrested. And uh, the way that happened was he's, he's in the temple. The city gets stirred up. The people ran together. They laid hand on, on Paul. They seized Paul. They dragged him out of the temple. Why do you drag something out of the, uh, somebody out of the temple? Because you're going to kill him. Uh, you don't want to do it in the temple. And as they were seeking to kill him, so they start to they start to beat him. The Romans find out. So he's in, in the hands of the Jews. The Romans find out about it. The tribune people send soldiers and centurions runs down to where they're trying where they're beating Paul to death. Uh, and the soldiers stop them from beating Paul to death. All right. So in that way, he actually was delivered from the unbelievers in Judea. So I was thinking about this prayer back in Romans. Uh, 15, which is our official passage for the day, that I is pray, is pray with me that I may be delivered from the unbelievers in Judea. So on one hand, it wasn't true because he does get the, the captured by the Jews. But on the other hand, it is true. That is, he is delivered from the unbelievers in Judea because Paul has 10 years of ministry uh, left. And so after Paul gets arrested, on his way, after his seventh day in, in, in Jerusalem, so what happens? Well, he's in jail uh, there in Jerusalem, and he makes a journey. But this is the point of his ministry, where he starts to witness to kings. This is the part of the journey where he, he literally stands before kings and makes a case for, case for the gospel, as was prophesied 23 years ago. So over the next five years, three of them within a journey to Rome, including a shipwreck, and then two years imprisoned in Rome, uh, in, in that five years of captivity, he has a different kind of ministry. So Paul's ministry changes dramatically. It changes from a ministry of liberty, he's finishing the third missionary journey in 57 or so uh, A.D., and he's going to enter into a ministry of captivity that goes to kings. And also, it's a ministry that writes uh, all these great books of the Bible that we were going to get, Ephesians and Colossians and Philippians. And those are the next books that, Lord willing, we're going to study here. So, Paul's prayer that he is delivered from unbelievers in Judea, on one hand, it was not uh, answered. On the other hand, he was delivered. He was delivered by the Roman soldiers who then eventually send him to Rome, and we can enjoy the next books that we're going to study. Thanks for listening.